Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 106. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. hey oh Hi. That was the longest <laughs> one I've ever heard. Hey, guys, welcome like back was, to it's Real... It's like I was saying goal in soccer. You guys ever watched the World goal. Cup? Goal! <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm really, uh, we're back. Anyway, so last week was the first episode of kind of our new format, mm-hmm. and um, we're, still, we're still toying with it. So, uh, real fast, business out of the way... If you're new to the show, whether it's podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, whatever, uh, Real Talk's just uh, an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between, and, and try to have a real discussion about that. Um, this It all really boils around about uh, trying to create an atmosphere in which we can talk about maybe tough topics or answer and give our thoughts uh, on biblical responses to hard questions that may, people may feel uncomfortable talking about in pub, public. So yes, sir. There's a link somewhere in the description of this video podcast. It's www.theremnant.life slash real. That's R-E-A-L dash talk. Click the link, go down to submit a question, and you can put a question, a topic, a thought. Uh, it's completely anonymous. Couldn't find you if we tried. And uh, goes directly into our database, and we go from there. However, last week we kind of started, you know, for the people. We're trying to uh, update what we do. So last week we did our first sort of themed topical episode, mm-hmm. and what we decided fun. to do, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, we had, I think, we had some pretty good feedback Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. So what we're going to do this week is we're going to continue that. We're going to have another theme topic. So whether that happens a couple times a month, or we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still got, we still got your questions as they come in. We're going to try to answer a couple of those, and then we'll have one episode a month at least. So far, I mean, yeah. we're, we're, this is organic. We're trying to figure this out as we go on how to do it which will be our normal format where I answer questions once we get a good little bank of them. Right. Um, and then one week where we'll probably catch you guys up on our lives. Right. I think that's the gist of it, right? That's the gist. So, hey, hey, um, hey. that's where we're at. <clears throat> uh, I would say, I guess real briefly, we can just, we don't have to go into details, just overall so people can hear. How you been, man? Good? Um, been pretty solid. It's been an uh, interesting time. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess the only thing I can, to keep it short, sure. Um, God's grace, man. It's real. <clears throat> it's real. It's good. Yeah, uh, that's so funny, man. Same theme of my life, and it's hard to talk about it because people. I think people's ugh, stay out of that. Long story short, every time I think I understand God's grace, I fall deeper into it, and a lot of times that comes through my own stupidity. It's really deep, man. Yeah, man, I'm serious. So I, th- I had this thought of every time I think I've, man, I get how how radical it is. I realize or see in myself. Um, most of the time, honestly, man, it's in myself. Mm-hmm. The depth of my depravity in my flesh, the mistakes, the things I do that aren't what I want to do, as Paul says. And that's not an excuse. That's this reality. And when I realize that, and what I mean by I fall deeper into grace, is it also in that I know my own heart, right? Yeah. In situations. So then it gives me more grace towards others. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. I recognize that, you know, Paul's words are so true. And, it, and, and listen, I shouldn't have to say this, but in case people, there's no justifying sinful actions. Sin is sin. Okay. Mm. Wrong is wrong. But <clears throat> um, it's just, it's wild. When I think about what Paul says, Paul himself, an apostle, saw Jesus perform miracles. He said, I do what I don't want to do and don't do what I want to do. And, and what I mean by that, that's not an excuse to sin, mm-hmm. but it shows this battle that we face for the rest of our lives. And there's never a time that that battle is not going to be there. Now, I do believe the more you're victorious over your flesh, over that, that darker side of you or the side that wants to oppose the way of God, 
the easier it gets to, to, to win them. But it never goes away this side of heaven fully. You know, you're always no, going to be man, tempted that, by that's that. That's really good. And so, well, I like what you said as far as like falling. Like, dude, that's so good. Like the follower you deep. The, the follower. Well, I can't, I can't I, speak. I, falling deeper happening. into grace. Yes, sorry. The deeper you <clears throat> fall into grace, like the more willing you're willing to give others grace to. Yes. yes. And that's so good, man. Because that makes me. Because I think a big part of that is being willing to fall into that grace. Because <clears> sometimes, <throat> you know, I think when it comes to Christian culture, we can, you know, you get that perfectionism that you have to try to you know, hold on to, especially if you're in leadership or wherever you're at, you know, what your, whatever your role is. I think that when you, man, when you're trying to uphold that, it's so hard to fall into grace. Mm -hmm. And because you don't fall into grace, I feel like it's harder to give others that grace. And mm -hmm. therefore you're just kind of, you're contradicting your own beliefs. It's mm -hmm. weird, man. It's a weird, weird thing. That's so, man, it's true. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's another, no freedom in that. I, I think what's, what's interesting for, for, the hardest part about, well, weirdly enough, we're going to talk, this is leading into our topic on Christian leadership, mm -hmm. uh, which was another suggestion by someone, uh, if that was you, great topic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that say sounds like so that. nice. Uh, I'll say this. The other, I'm going to change gears. I'm mm -hmm. not say what I was going to say because I'll come back to that. Yeah. But I'll tell you another thing, not just God's grace, but God's mercy. Mm. They're different. Absolutely. Um, God's grace is the unwarranted merit. Right, like he gives me, he gives me sonship. He gives me um, holiness. I don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. Mercy is he doesn't give me what I do deserve. That's right. There's and no, yeah, he doesn't punish you and condemn you. And that's a beautiful thing. And and, and I I wonder if we, you know, we should talk about mercy as much as grace because they're connected. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to be given a position and a and a uh, I don't know, you know, clean being cleansed and holiness and. All those things that no one can take away, even in, even when we mess up, and, and all of us do. And I don't mm -hmm. mean that to, again, I'm, please hear me. Those that know me personally, I'm not minimizing sin. That's not my point. But my point is, for me, man, it is unbelievable, God's grace and mercy. And it pushes me to be more understanding of other people and where mm -hmm. they're at and what they do. So often we're, we're quick to assume that when people do do things that are terrible, you know, or sinful, or whether, you know, whatever it is, that... Because we can't fathom doing that, then they're monsters. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I found not just in myself, though I, you know, I think the first I found in others too is that so many times, and I feel like I have to preface, it's not giving a free ticket to sin. That's not what I'm saying. There yeah. are consequences to sin. But Absolutely. we want to make <clears throat> everything black and white, not in the sense of sin or not sin, but in the sense of a person is a believer or not a believer based on their actions. And you know, good people do bad things, man. And um, I'm not saying I'm a good person. That's not what I mean. But what I've seen in other people is, I don't know. We're just, I think we underestimate the battle that we're in spiritually. You know, the Bible talks about that, that we have an enemy that wants to take us out. And and so we've got the 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 enemy of the world, you know, Satan and his, his minions and evil. And mm -hmm. then we got that traitor inside of us, the flesh, the old man, the sinful part of us who sometimes wants to like work together in a way and creep you with the enemy. It right? is creepy. So I don't know, man. I I can't even go into to detail because it's not just now. I just, the best way I can put it is grace and mercy, dude. They're so, so mm. unbelievable in Christianity. And and I'm talking about just the book, not not what we've created. But and what's hard sometimes is believing that. And this, and this is what I meant by I'll come into Christian leadership sometimes. Yeah. You know, 
it's it's hard it's hard to have a passion for those things and to and to really want to to ponder grace and mercy because mm-hmm. a lot of times people want to assume that you're trying to justify or normalize your own sin, right? So me talking about this means I'm subtly trying to get everyone to say Todd's sin is okay, and he's trying to brainwash us into thinking that. Well, first of all, I think you're too smart for that. And secondly, no, I'm just trying to keep real talk what it's about and really th- yes. describe because what I'm thinking. Because, man, I'm still a person, and as a person, it's it's this is wild stuff, man. Like the, yeah, man. You know, you know, God is just good, and I'm very thankful for His grace when, and mercy. When Paul said that this is hard teaching, I know he's talking about marriage, man. But I feel like that reflects Jesus, upon even yeah. just just else. Did I say Paul? Paul did this. I get the same thing. Did, did Paul say that? Paul, Jesus is the one that said when he's talking to the disciples, they said it's hard teaching. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, Oops. go on. You're um, good. <laughs> um, yes, like when he said that it'll be hard teaching, dude. It's so it's so just obvious, at least to me, that. Even though there was specific like context in that, what he meant, dude, I feel like there was like he. It was just also just overall like what it is to be a Christian and actually follow Jesus, man. Because that is hard teaching, and I feel like whenever you you live it out the way that the Bible tells you to, even if people are Christians, it's still hard for them. It's still hard for them to understand what you're doing, as if like they don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's like foreign, you know. It's crazy. It is foreign. It's it's not you don't see it in this world. Even man. when you claim to believe it and follow it, it's still foreign when you actually walk it out the way that the Bible tells you to. And it's just so odd, man. It's scary. But you're right, man. God's grace and mercy is just is is those are two things that I am just in awe of and I don't I don't know if I'll ever fully feel worthy of it in my you know, just in my feelings, and my emotions. I don't think I'll ever feel worthy of either of those but i know that it doesn't matter because god said it doesn't i did it because i love you and that's just that's tough man yeah and for some reason if if i if if anyone i, I don't know we're, we're, this is not the topic for today. yeah <laughs> but i do think like this is take me out of the equation i want to encourage people out there you know when you mess up in anything mm-hmm. small or big we have conviction and conviction is a good thing right it, it it pushes us to turn back to god mm-hmm. turn away from our sin um, I find this odd thing at work. And certainly, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I've seen it in my own life. But I've also seen the lives of people I love and mm-hmm. what's happened to them. There is this idea that we, that w- when you say you mess in anything or someone sins in general. Yeah. Um, and again, preface, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about a, a, a concept in general of the Bible. Is mm-hmm. that once you mess up, you're not allowed to, to believe in grace or mercy until the rest of us tell you you are. I'm right. serious, right? Like it's true, but you can't talk about it and cling to it because if you do, you're justifying your sin and you aren't really repentant. When the truth is, like I've, you know, we have to cling to. When I look at uh, David, for instance, in in the Psalms, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the Psalms were written after his sin and stuff, and I hear him. Yes, he calls out, God, please have mercy on me. I feel so torn. But there's also times when he says, you promised me this, and I'm going to hold to that And because we need that. And it's just, yeah. I don't know, man. There are times that it just gets so hard because, and I'm not immune to that. The idea that, you know, it's hard to hold on to that when the world wants, and, and, and you can't even blame the world sometimes, and the world being the people around you, because they get hurt by our actions, mm-hmm. and they get uh, betrayed and they feel let down. And so they react out of hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying, and sometimes like, honestly, from a human perspective, there are things we do 
that's wrong. And like, it yes. doesn't make sense to be able to tell someone like that, that like, listen, you know, I might have a hard time with you, but God still loves you. That's right. And that, like you said, it doesn't make sense. And that's, that's God's love. It doesn't make sense. I, I remember a conversation. So this was, man, this is crazy thing. It was probably 10 years ago. I was a young book and, uh, I was working as a, at a, at a, for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's the craziest thing, man, this guy that used to work for the nonprofit, came in and he he goes and talks to our executive director at the time he goes i need to talk to you about something and a guy didn't even work here he was a volunteer mm-hmm. one of and he said you can come too todd and we had literally talked like one time for five minutes so i'm like okay so i go in there and sit down and this guy just pours out his heart and essentially says listen um i had an affair mm-hmm. um i let my wife you know while this or emotional fair at the time it came out i don't remember exactly right essentially he confesses didn't have to doesn't work there don't know him and regardless of whether this guy's intentions were excuse me real or valid i remember being confused because my boss who is a believer and was seminary trained has a master's he started just shredding him the first thing i was mouse was shredding him and I sat there and like, again, I barely, I just started. I'd been like right. two weeks. So I'm sitting there going, it was kind of my that's, first, that's wild. it was man. Jeez. And so I sat there and I'm listening to it. And, and then I ended up saying to him, I said, listen, man, the first thing that I want you to know is, and I, maybe this was at the time, I just remember going, I go, you know, God doesn't love you any less today than he did yesterday. Mm. And who you are is set on him. So yeah, you know, cling to that because the re- and the reason I said that was not to minimize what he did, but because I could tell he was beat down already. Yeah. So me and my boss went back to the office and I actually asked him, I said, why did you do that? Like I, I did. I said, why did you, like, why did you, you know, and he said, well, you don't know him and he's like this and he's this and, and, and maybe that's true. And I didn't know him before. Okay. And I knew that I know the guy now. So clearly I think the guy does some silly things, mm-hmm. the guy, who, but it's not about whether that guy, to me, it's not about whether that guy is shady, false, or whatever, right? Right. That, that he might be. But the message doesn't change based on the person who receives it. That's you see so what, I'm, good, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Because it's not even based on who you are in your own walk. And, and it can't be. And, and the reason that scares me when we do that is not because, again, that guy might be a wolf, right? This guy... Let's call him Tom. I don't know. I just made a name up. That's mm-hmm. not his name. The guy who made the mistake. Yeah. Tom might be a bad guy. He might not be a believer. But but bottom line, you know, God's God's desire for Tom is for him to repent and come to know him. That's right. And so telling him, I, I don't know. I feel like we're always afraid that people don't really know how bad their sin is. And so we don't want to give them grace and mercy until they're almost suicidal. Right. Does that make sense? Because, or, 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 because at least, at least, or at least uh, tell them that there's grace and mercy. Right. I don't know. Again, and guys, listen, bottom line, transparency. You know, I've made mistakes in my own life, even recently. And I think that, and I've tried to be as transparent as I can. And so people that are watching this, you know, that know me, please hear my heart. I'm not, I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be true to what we say real talk is. Right. It's not about my personal thing, like situation. Because the truth is, if, if, I'm, if I'm basing it on how I feel, Mm-hmm. I'm a monster. Like when I do anything, I, I mean, I genuinely feel that way. I yeah. start to question myself as much as people might question me. Right. When I do something, right. Anything. Um, because it is hard to fathom. And I know you struggle with the same thing. Like Absolutely. when you mess up, you're the type of guy that you don't need to be told that you're 
terrible. You already oh, your, your struggle isn't whether or not you're a sinner. Your struggle is whether you're worth <laughs> that's, salvation. That's truth, man. I don't know. Absolutely. I didn't mean to ramble. That's how but I feel. I think that's one of those things, man. So I guess I say that to guys. Please know I'm not trying to brainwash you, and I'm not trying to trick you. I'm just talking to you transparently, like you're my friend sitting here with me. Mm-hmm. And I can make the argument the other way. I get it. I do. Right? Like we hold, you know, we are hold each other to a standard, and there are consequences for sin. And you know, we, you know, God, Jesus came in truth and grace. So truth is there, and the truth is sin is sin, and it leads to death, and it's wrong. Uh, there are wolves out there, and we are to be uh, shrewd as serpents, and you know, innocent as do- all the things I could tell you. Absolutely, there is a place for church discipline. Jesus describes it in Matthew eighteen, and Paul talks about it. And I get all of that stuff. Yep. Um, I guess I'm more concerned with making sure we don't let situations change the message. It's good, man. I don't know if that makes sense. Right, now I'm with you. I don't yeah. know. That, those are things I wrestle with sometimes, mm-hmm. but. Way off topic. Yeah. No, I think you did a great job of segueing into the topic for today when you brought up leadership, and then I drove it off the, the ledge. <laughs> but you just brought up a really good point, man. Yeah, no, it's good, man. I think I th- this is real talk. Clearly, we don't we do. script it. No, it's not scripted. Hey, you know what? Five-star <clears throat> review said, hey, you know what? These guys clearly don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> we were both insulted and, and very thankful. That's right. <laughs> it's, listen, clearly these guys don't have a clue what they're doing, but goodness that's gracious. that's why I love them. Yeah. I like whenever Fun Turn shakes his head slowly and he's like, this is what it is. Yep. That's uh, how, that's how it goes, man. Anyway, topic today. You got it? You want to tell everybody what we're going to talk uh, about sure. briefly? Sure. So today's topic of the day is going to be uh, just Christian leadership. You know, mm. what it is, what it looks like, you know, just overall in general. What is it? So my first question back in the day, if I weren't a believer in listening, maybe there mm-hmm. are some out there that are just intrigued or young in the faith is like, okay, what's the... Why don't why do you call it Christian leadership? Why is that a difference? And I think uh, that is why we're going to be talking about it. Because exactly. I think that the leadership that Christ calls us to is different than the world than tells us. The world's us. definition of what yeah. leadership is. Absolutely. So it's kind of interesting where to start. So let's talk about what maybe you and I, let's kind of define what the world says being a leader is about. What the world says? Yeah, what are some thoughts that come to mind for you? Um, <clears throat> I think the world looks views leadership as who's the smartest. Mm, that's really good. True. Um, Most gifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the loudest? Ooh, that's a big one, man. I didn't even think of that. Um, and I would say, trying to keep it as general as possible. Um, it's about being a boss. I think yeah, it's partially say boss. Yeah, I was trying to think of yeah. It's boss about mentality. getting people to do things from that I tell them to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's about a leader's a leader's job is easier than everyone else's, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be a leader because then I can just kind of set my do. feet up. Right. Yeah. That's good. Because, uh, um, you know, the world says, hey, get to the top so that you're not at the bottom. That's fair. Um, Pyramid schemes. <laughs> it's about, <laughs> uh, it's about, um, it comes with, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, prestige. It's about my That's prestige, good. right? If I have that, if I have those three letters by my name, E V P G D B. Mm-hmm. CEO, right? I'm kidding. There's no GDB, <laughs> but like, right? Those three letters are, the, and, and, and I'm not, listen, I get yeah. it. And, and, you know, it's not wrong to have ambition, but we're just kind of defining mm-hmm. leadership. It's about, I don't know about you, but I've always felt like there's a sense of the people under me are dumber than me, and I've got mm. to teach them how to be, like, in whatever situation, That's right? Good. They're dumb. They're, they don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I am the one who's going to teach them how to be. But it's not even really about teaching them, right? Because, 
Because do you think that there is a fear in leadership in the world that I don't want to teach them too much because then they're a threat to my position? Well, sure, yeah, absolutely. There's 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 the fear of of them uh, over uh, over oh, overstepping, uh, just surpassing you. Oh, surpassing you. Yeah. Surpassing you. Yes, and you being inadequate compared to them. So also, I think they look for people who are moldable in the sense of like we can control them. That's good. Yeah. Ooh, I like that in general. I think worldly leadership is about control. Mm-hmm. About control. Yeah. So uh, also seems to be based on fear and threat, mm-hmm. right? If you don't do this, X, Y, Z will happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I have a couple verses. We'll just use this to kickstart. I know you've got some stuff written too um, yeah, that came. So. And there's more than this, guys. But two things that kind of come to mind. I'll read... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> so in uh, the gospel, in, in Matthew chapter 21, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 20, mm-hmm. and starting at verse 20 and going through 20, 28, Jesus, there's this interesting scene. I love this for a couple reasons. I, I actually love this verse. So you got James and John, the sons of Zebedee, the mm-hmm. sons of thunder. Sons of thunder. Uh, that's the name that Jesus kind of called them. Which what's such know, a sick name? I know, man. And is it because they were loudmouths? Probably. Um, but so so the, <laughs> there's a, it's a really funny scene in general. A couple different accounts of this in the Gospels, but essentially we know either James and John went with their mother, or in Matthew it says they sent their mother. Mm-hmm. Like they like I don't want to talk to Jesus about this. They want you go do it. So the mom goes up to Jesus. Yeah. And she says this. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons approached him with her sons. So they were with him. Mm -hmm. She knelt down to ask him for something. So can you imagine? You're with them and you're kind of sitting back and you have your mom. (laughs) I also love the fact, though, that they they still felt like they could ask this. And she said, he he said to her, what do you want? He asked her. Promise, she said to him, that these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right and one on on the other on your left in your kingdom. Give them these places of honor. Right? Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. This is such an interesting thing. So immediately they're talking about thrones, right? Kind mm-hmm. of like sit with you. Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? Oh, man. And they say, oh, we're able, they said to him, oh, which makes man. you wonder what they thought that was. Right. He told them, you will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right and left is not mine to give. Instead, it belongs to those from whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten disciples heard this, they became indignant with the two brothers, the other disciples. But Jesus called them over and said, so they were frustrated. You know, this is the key. But Jesus called them over and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles, that means at the time Gentiles, anyone that's not Jewish, Mm -hmm. the the world. We can say it as the world nowadays. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles dominate them. And the men of high position exercise power over them. It must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And before we talk about that, I'd like to just read the other one and get out of the way. So so there's a lot there. Gosh, man. Then we go on this interesting section. This was right before Jesus. Pretty soon he's kind of making his way. Um, He's going to be crucified soon. Mm -hmm. So in John chapter, uh, <clears throat> goodness gracious, John chapter 13, um, starting on verse 12, he said, when Jesus had, um, okay, actually I'm going to go up because he okay. explains it farther up. So 13, really verse one. So essentially what happens is the pa- they're about to do the, celebrate the Passover. Um, 
said, before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. That's beautiful. Um, now, by the time of the supper, the devil had already put into the heart of Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had given everything to his hands. So, about to have a meal. Judas is about to betray him. Mm-hmm. Jesus gets up. By the way, Judas was there. So he probably washed his feet too, which is pretty crazy. It's wild, man. So he it's got up from his supper, laid aside his robe, took a towel and tied it around himself. Next, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to dry them with a towel wrapped t- towel around him. He came to Simon Peter, who asked him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Now, keep in mind, guys, back then, feet are even nastier than now. Okay, They mostly wore sandals and went barefoot, and mm-hmm. the roads were not, first of all, paved. Right. So they're dirty. There's dung. Because you have carts with animals all right. over. So when someone walks in, they would give them a basin to wash feet, their feet, because you don't want nasty feet when you come into someone's house. Makes sense. So those are, these are nasty feet. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, Lord, are you going to, um, Simon Peter, who asked him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what I'm doing, you don't understand, but afterwards you will know. You will never wash my feet ever, Peter said, probably because he's like, I, you shouldn't wash mine. Jesus replied, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Oof. By the way, <laughs> deeper than... Wash you. It's not just about feet. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. And he's like, okay, wash all of me. Uh, one who has not bathed, Jesus told him, doesn't need to wash anything except his feet, but he's completely clean. You are clean. Hmm. But not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. This is why I said you're not clean. Anyway, the meaning of the foot washing. When Jesus said, wash their feet and put on his robe, he reclined again and said to them, do you know what I have done for you? You call me a teacher and Lord. You call me a teacher and Lord. This is well said, for I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Man. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done for you. I assure you, a slave is not greater than his master, and a messenger is not, is not greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed to do them. So, um, pretty powerful. Essentially here, he's saying, you, call him, you say I'm your master, you say I'm your leader, mm-hmm. and I just washed your feet. What sh- how should you lead? So anyway, so sorry good. for all that, but I think that sets the I stage. I love to do. That's so good. Also, I just I just thought of, sometimes I, I whenever I hear Jesus speak, man, do you think it was ever like awkward for him to be talking about himself? <laughs> like the Son of Man will, will do this. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever think he thought it was weird, like talking about himself? Oh, yeah. Well, and the, but the <laughs> like, thing is, too, they, there's prophecy. They knew, I, th- I mean, at different times. I don't think they ever fully grasped it. But they knew what he was saying he was. They just didn't know how he was going to. Yeah, it's just so interesting. He'd be like, Ugh. It's like you, like, you know how, like, we'll say, like, it'd be weird if, like, people referred to themselves as third person all the time. So if I was like, well, AJ thinks this. It's like, it's almost like, what you, like the Rock says. Like, the Rock's the son of man says. Yeah. yeah, so it's just so interesting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh-huh. So anyway, I don't know what your thoughts are. But I think overall to set the stage, you know, the world te- the, the type of leadership we sort of define in the world does not seem to coincide with this. No, not even close, man. You know. In fact, um, he says specifically, the world's leaders dominate you, always want to have authority, want to push you, crush you. Mm-hmm. And then he, he sort of compares that to, to what, the way he is leading. Yep, one even close. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, Jesus is so radical in his love. Yeah. So I don't know. what Any thoughts you have about that before we kind of, um, about those verses or just Christian leadership or the differences? Uh, just the difference, man. Like you said, you know, that's, you picked really good scripture to read because, you know, I hope you guys are listening because that's so convicting to me and... You know, for those of you that 
are in any sort of leadership positions, even just in life, whether that's, you know, husband or if that's, oh boy, that's, uh, convicting. you know, husband or if that's, you know, manager at work, just whatever, you know, um, father, anything. Um, just it's good. It's good scripture to live by what Jesus is telling is, is telling his disciples, which is also you, by the way, he's telling you, mm-hmm. um, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, um, look at how I lead and that's how you should be, you know, and it's just sacrificial, man. You know, like you said, that's one of like the most gross things to do. And I just, he was just so extreme with how he taught and it's so amazing. I love that because mm-hmm. he was willing to do, he was willing to do those things that, you know, like, like Peter going, oh, no, no way. And he's like, no, nah, man, like this is what it means to be a real mm-hmm. true leader. You know, I am, you know, I am teacher and look what I do for you. And that's so, I don't know. Essentially, in the kingdom, so good. you're right, man. In the kingdom, everything's flipped. Uh-huh. You know, he and he talks about this other times too. You know, Jesus talks about those are great. You know, the first will be last, and the last will be first, right? The idea, in in a sense, too, man, is just when I read this. First of all, it makes you look at Jesus's entire life, yes. right? Because we see what leadership is in his, in him. Mm. But I think first and foremost, we say right now, it flips over the idea that a leader in some way, is actually supposed to be the servant of all the people he leads. Absolutely. And that kind of leads to sort of our philosophy. We've talked about the remnant as we've kind of processed this, which I think you have our notes pulled up. I do. Um, yeah. But, you know, one of the things we've said many times here in the way that we have kind of processed and we process and teach it here is leadership is weight. Mm-hmm. Christian leadership involves weight, weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, meaning... Mm-hmm. You know, when you're truly leading, it involves carrying weight so others don't have to. That's right. Or to make it easier and to serve them. That's the first Leadership thing. is service, man. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And I think we see that, right? And that's hard. That, it's not about me. Leadership is not about me. It's about we, right? That's right. So. Yep, actually, I had that in here somewhere, too. Yeah. It's somewhere. But, yeah. I'm trying Good. to think of other thoughts that I've, that I've learned, you know. Um, well, I'm trying to think. Um, because if you think about it, leadership is stepping into places that other people can't, and, and this is in there too, can't step into or unwilling to, and you're doing yes. it for them, right? Mm. And and it's kind of like what we said, like leadership is showing example and not demanding obedience. That's really good because, like you said, it's, it's more like the boss mentality of, mm-hmm. of, of demanding obedience from people. Instead, Jesus is going, look at my example and follow it. And he's he's willing to do something. He's, I feel like Jesus kind of lived the life of, I'm not going to make you do something I'm not willing to do. And mm. I think that's so good because he does the lowest of things. Yeah, and he tells you how far he's willing to go. Exactly. Like and he carried that. a weight we couldn't do, right? <laughs> he did what we couldn't do. Yes. For us uh-huh. by taking our sin, all of that. So good. Yeah, so what does that look like, man? You know, it's about doing, you know, I don't know, man. I see leadership in a lot of ways that people don't. Leadership yeah. is picking up that piece of trash mm-hmm. when no one else will. That's so you know? good. Yeah, I, was, I was actually about to say something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all those small things, right? When you see something that is that could be corrected or you see something that could be picked up, just anything, why don't you just go do it? I think we get caught up in the mentality of, well, we have to show that person that they're wrong or they missed it or whatever. Like, what changes? What, you could still do that and still tell them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we get caught up in the, in the in the idea of, well, they have to see it and correct it themselves. When really, 
you know, why can't you serve? You could serve in the idea of, 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 you know, fixing whatever it is and then telling them like, there's no, to me that that's way more impactful as far as serving, you know, mm. it's more of a, instead of demanding the obedience and people of going, well, this is what you did. So go fix it instead of going, well, Hey man, I did this, but this is what you missed. Like there's not, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's better. Mm-hmm. Cause if anything, I think it's, it's, you're teaching two things mm-hmm. in that moment. It's good. Which is cool. Um, I think another thing that kind of, I, I agree with you. I was trying to just process yeah. this idea of leadership, you know, some things that are radical. You know, I think a lot of times people think, so let's look at politicians, yeah. right? What's the, if I say a politician, a politician is what? Like, what do they do right away? Like, to, in order to get their position, they have to do what? Uh, overthinking it. I they typically have to what? You, we always think they're liars. They're going to tell you what you want to hear <laughs> yeah, was, was, to, to become so what, to, to get everyone to like them. That's fair. Right? I mean, we, we say that a lot, right? You can't trust a politician because they're going to tell you whatever you want to hear. Right. <clears throat> Jesus talks about this, too. And, and a leader is, is willing to say truth and willing to be an example even when the crowd doesn't agree. So a leader is more about loving people than making people happy. That's good. And I, I yes. really believe true leadership inevitably is going to ruffle feathers because mm-hmm. in, you know, it's kind of like we see all the time. If someone's doing, uh, well, anything, right? I mean, what are you telling the world? What's, it's not popular to tell someone, oh, by the way, you're not good enough on your own. And, you know, you're separated eternally from God. And you, you will not go to heaven unless you repent, turn away from your ways and, and give it to God. Mm-hmm. That's not popular. No. The popular thing would be like, yeah, you're a good person. You know, you're good enough on your own, and you're yeah, this you're and a that. Good person. And I think that's where we've gotten to. And mm-hmm. it always reminds me when Jesus said, you know, there will come a time when people will seek out um, those uh, who, or I actually might have been Paul, but um, you know, Bible talks about there will come a time when they will look for things their itching ears want to hear. Mm-hmm. They will find teachers that their itching ears want to hear, mm-hmm. and who will speak what their itching ears want to hear. And so I think. You know, true leadership involves loving someone even when they don't believe that what you're doing is loving, right? Meaning truth. That's so good, man. Because the the truth is the most loving thing. If you are a drug addict Mm -hmm. and you are doing, you know, I don't know, meth or cocaine or whatever, it's not to shame you. Bottom line is that's not good for your health. No. But, But you may not hang out with me unless I tell you that what you're doing is okay, Right. Mm-hmm. But what's true love? What's true truly love loving that person? What you're doing is He's going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Jesus was always willing to do that, man. And he did it in such an extreme way that it led to, they killed him. We killed him. Yep. Because we couldn't stand hearing what he had to say. It's true. So what does that look like today? Mm. And I think we're seeing that a lot in, in popular Christianity. Because mm. um, we talk about this a lot. There seems to be two extremes, right? Extreme number one is goes both ways. Extreme number one is what we kind of talk about, which I think today is probably less prevalent, believe it or not, but it's the idea that at least popularly, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, hey, you got to earn it. You got to keep it. Um, it's fear-based, truth over everything. There is no grace. You mess up, you're done, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, kind of that, that fear-based theology. Well, then the other side of it, and this is the popular one, is the one that never says anything that challenges anyone. Yep that you're good enough, everything's great, that kind of jolly mentality. Right. 
Well, is that leading people? And or where are you leading them? Sometimes I think of like the Pied Piper. You're playing this song that the crowd wants to hear, but where are you actually leading them? Hmm. I don't know if that, does that make sense. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I think that th- there has to be a combination of both. Like you, like we've said so many times, truth and grace. You know, I think they try to swing both both ways. Just you know, singular. They go, hey, you know, singular, singularly focused on truth, and then one singular focused on grace in the sense of like, oh, just you know, you're a good person. And I don't know, man, it's tough. I think you have to come at it with both. You know, that's exactly what Jesus did, and. It's funny because I love what you said about, you know, Jesus did that and he was willing to do an extreme of where, you know, we killed him. Like, like I like that you, you said, what do you, th- you know, think about what that looks like today? And I, you know, that's, yeah, what is it that? made me kind of, it made me think about like, oh, you know, I guess it makes sense why people get uncomfortable when you try to do this stuff, even if they claim to believe it. Because mm-hmm. I guess that's what it looks like today. Mm-hmm. If you do what you're, what you're called to do, it's going to make people uncomfortable. People are going to get defensive. Like it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like we we killed him over mm-hmm. it. You know. I think you made a good point that kind of goes with that when you said he was he was doing he did what um, he's asking he's not asking us to do anything he's not willing to do. Yeah. And I think leadership is part of that too, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you something that I'm not trying to live out myself mm. or I'm not willing to do. Um, that's good. Yeah, I think that's all part of it, man. And, and I think that's tough even within the church because a lot of times we think the t- people follow the title. I'd say this all the time because it's kind of I'm a nerd, but I love Braveheart. And there's a quote in the movie Braveheart where he says, men, actually there's a whole speech, but essentially he says, he's talking to these nobles, right? Mm-hmm. These people that, <clears throat> and I I'm, I'm, might butcher it, but he's this common guy and the people are starting to follow him and they're like freaking out because they're like, this guy's a threat to our power. And he says, there's a difference between us. You think you're, you think, um, the people exist to provide you with your position. I think your position exists to provide the people freedom. And I go to make sure they have it. And it's essentially making sure like (laughs) your position, it's, it's, he's saying the difference. You think the people are there to prop you up. And I think you're here to serve them and make sure they get what's good for them. And uh, he goes on later to say, men don't follow titles, they follow courage. Oh, man. And I think that's so true, man. You know, Jesus was always courageous in that he was willing to tell the truth. Gosh, man, that's so good. But, he, you know, and that... and Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it's interesting. And I think there's a lot of truth in those words. Absolutely. And that's what I see when I see Jesus, man. What do you think, Clintonius? You got any thoughts on leadership over there? He'll come, he'll hop in if he does. Yeah. Questions, thoughts? The only thing I think is that at the end of the day, leadership is weight. Yeah. If you're not feeling weight, then you aren't leading. Then you're not leading, yeah. It, and if you are in a leadership position and you think that you're you're struggling with that fact and then you realize that you're not having any weight, maybe you need to reevaluate that and look in the mirror. And you need to be able to go, hmm, well, am I, am I truly leading or am I just looking the part? Because mm-hmm. it's very easy, even... And, and this is just in a small scope of things. I'm yeah. I'm becoming a manager at a local taco store. <laughs> yeah. And I realize it every day. There is a different level of weight there. Yeah. And just because I'm becoming one and don't have all the bells and whistles and things to do, I'm still leading. I'm still doing <laughs> bells, those things. Huh? Like, and uh, at the end of the day, it, it is hard. Because you do have to have a lot of people. You have a lot of people around you always questioning you or doing like this. But then you truly start to understand why leadership is service. Yeah. Why it is these things. Why you're leading. 
for people that may not want to be leaders and you're pushing to be better and you're doing these things and you start to realize all these little things that you may have you you've heard like like I've heard either Todd say or other people that were leaders inside of the church or in other positions say that oh yeah this is really hard to deal with sometimes because it's hard to lead these certain types of people or I feel down right now. You start to understand that when you get that weight because you're like, this is truly heavy. This sucks. Sometimes mm-hmm. it isn't yeah. always fun. It's not always easy. Definitely time. isn't. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think that's why, like, when you said, like, we were always taught in the world to get that management position, get all those things, and you think it's going to be easier. It's never going to be No, easier. man. It, it gets, if anything, it gets harder hmm. than when you were a worker. But yeah, maybe you, and I don't think you, you work more when you were a worker be heavy quotation marks than when you were than when you're a boss you shouldn't I, I you shouldn't be, you yeah. shouldn't and if it looks different it's mm-hmm. because you are a boss now and it is changed and you're doing xyz and people don't always get to see that and once you start taking on a leadership role you start going man there are about 20 different things that these people do on a regular basis that i don't even get to see mm-hmm. yeah and man it's the only reason it's why the ship's still afloat Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I don't like that word boss a little bit. I know what you were saying just in general, because boss is like when I think of boss and a leader, right? Boss is a title that we think comes with a demanded respect, mm-hmm. right? When I say someone's a boss, it's like, listen, you have even where the term comes from, by the way. Uh, look up the history of that. It's it's this idea of like, here's the threat of what's going to happen if you don't do that, right? Whereas a leader, it just it, it's it's about inspiring people. Mm. It's about it's about giving people, even in Christian leadership, it's about reminding people of why they're doing what they're doing. It's not about pretending that you're not above that because, or that you're above that because bottom line is everyone knows no one's above it, right? Like when you start going, oh, I have it all together, we, we may follow what you say because of the position that you have, but we roll our eyes behind your back because we're like, okay, you yeah. know? Um, and, 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 and the truth is like there are people out there that, that are just rebellious and they don't want to follow leadership in general. Sure. But sometimes, like, I don't know, I think, when I think of a leader, I think of inspiration. Absolutely. I think of someone who's, who's, who's trying to always keep, uh, you know, we're all on this journey together, right? I'm not above you, I'm with you, and we're always pointing to the next, to the next hilltop. Mm. Like, let's get there, and let's be reminded, you know? And there are, I don't know, it's just, it's different. It, yes. it feels different. And I've been in leadership in the world, you know, I was in finance for a while, I've talked about that, and... The, the, it was always so, also, it was always so, like, tenuous, right? You had to, it was like kill or be killed. Yeah, that's <clears> good. <throat> like, just always had to be on the cell, on the, uh, on the defense of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think if we were to define it based on what we said earlier, right, versus the world's leadership, you know, we, we defined the world's leadership. What is Christian leadership then? Christian leadership is, is, Sacrificial, man. Ooh, awesome word. Sacrificial. Mm-hmm. It'll have a cost. It's about serving. What else? Uh, Christian leadership is about loving people, mm. not always making them happy. Because sometimes, right. sometimes loving someone is going to not make them happy in the moment. What else? Let's let's like try to compare. Um. Uh, let's see. I want to say something about a leader doesn't. A leader leads even when they don't have the position, when they don't have the title. That's good. I like that. Does that make sense? It's not based on the title. Mm. 
So Christian leadership isn't based on the title. I like that. Um, it's about carrying weight so others don't have to, or maybe yes. until they can. It's about doing the dirty work. Yep. I think about that with Jesus, right? I'm, you know, <clears throat> will you? Do you think you're above something? Mm-hmm. If you do, then are you really leading? Because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords literally died for us. Right. He wasn't above that. Sacrifice. <clears throat> and he could have. Mm. At any moment, you know, he told Peter that. Don't you get it? If I wanted this to end, I'll call down a legion of angels. This would be over. It's crazy. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, that's... You imagine <laughs> Peter going, oh. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah. I can't remember if you said it, but you, I know you were just talking about it, but uh, Christian leadership would be... Uh, Inspiring others. Inspirational. Yeah. Pushing people. <clears throat> reminding. <clears throat> so sorry. Reminding people who they are. That kind of comes. It's yes. not necessarily about me and reminding you of who I am. I'm the boss, but it's about reminding you of who you are. Oh, uh, yeah. Uplifting. <clears throat> uplifting. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. It's uplifting others. It's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's truth telling. That's right. It's It's modeling. Right? I need to live also, out. Christian leadership, in my opinion, it's uncomfortable. Compared Ooh. to, oh, that's good. Being a boss leadership. is about being having comfort, right? Mm-hmm. The kind of leadership Jesus is telling us to do it's is, not, is comfortable. not comfortable. Not even close. That's good. Yeah, the biggest thing is say, guys. I think to kind of wrap up for us, mm-hmm. you guys have any thoughts? But and we say it. This is why this it comes back to sort of our simple definition: leadership is weight, mm. and involves taking the weight for your brothers and sisters, and mm-hmm. and that's in a variety of ways. That's the way I view it, anyway. I agree. And, you know, Jesus is the ultimate example of leadership. You guys want to know how to lead? I don't care if you're a CEO, executive. Go see how he talked to people. When did he get angry? When did he not? When was he grace-filled? When did he speak truth? What did he do when challenged? What did he do when someone messed up? What did he do? Um, yeah, what did he do? It, it's it's just amazing, man. When you go back, even as I'm talking to you, I'm actually mm-hmm. kind of getting eye open. my eyes are being opened even more of like, he just never... It was never about other people serving him, man. It just wasn't. You know, the only time I even think about the time the lady put, you know, one lady washed his feet with her tears, it said one time, because she was like, I'm so in her hair. Mm-hmm. And the other time, the woman put the perfume on him, and people were like, who do you think you are? Which, by the way, the guy never gets served one time, and everybody's like, look at you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he let them, but I don't know, man. Jesus is so inspiring. Yes. Inspiring. I don't know. Any other thoughts, guys, to wrap that up? Not really, man. I think I think we I think we have we have a pre- pretty clear cut picture of yeah. the difference. You know. I think that uh, if anybody's watching, you know, and if you are, like I said earlier, if you're in any sort of leadership in your life, you know, um, something to take in consideration, you know. Are you are you are you being a boss or are you being a, a leader? Mm-hmm. You know. I think that's something to think about and chew on and, you know, be willing to to dive into and see where you're at. And, you know, and if you are leaning more towards, oh, man, maybe I'm more of a boss, you know, just, you know, give it a shot. You know, give mm-hmm. being a leader a shot, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and I guarantee you, you'll see incredible results with people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you don't, you know that you're, you're, you're doing, you're pleasing God. Amen. Right? Because absolutely, um, there's not a great. Sometimes that's the only thing for myself that I can do is. That's so good, know, man. That's right. God it, sees it. God does see. When it. No one does. And there will be a time when, 
you know, you get to, I hope to hear that word, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen, dude. So great stuff. Appreciate the conversation, guys. Yeah, Always I love pushing it. me. Um, yeah, let us know your guys' thoughts. What is it? What, what's the difference to you? Or what do you see? And when you think of a leader who is a good leader, what are some traits that you see? Mm, I you like know? that. Anyway. Lead and serving. Any, any you guys have anything to close up shop here? Uh, just thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, good episode today. I loved it. You know, hope you guys get something out of it. Please share. You know, I know that we do we do tend to push the idea of like the more shares, the more views. But that's the truth. The more people get to see this stuff, the more people get to hear about Jesus. The more people get to hear about the kingdom. They get to hear, hey, maybe this is something I can change and make my life better. So, with your help, oh man. You guys are the reason why we do this. And with your with your help, we can reach more people. So please share, like it, comment on it, and just let us know your thoughts. Love you guys. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh don't have much else to say. You have anything fun turn? No? Yeah, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you. I don't for a second take for granted um, those that listen, that you give us your time. Absolutely. Your thoughts. Thank you for pushing us with your questions, your comments, your, uh, I don't know, your th- you sharpen us, and I'm so, so blessed um, that today I get to do this. And mm, amen. Uh, I pray for you guys, and I, I you know, pray for us. And keep keep pushing yourself and keep going to Jesus and, and dealing with those those areas that are uncomfortable. Uh, that's okay. You know, sometimes we think that's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, you know, even if the world and if, if it, it doesn't matter who it is, if the world, if the, if, if the church, if a pastor, if we, if someone's pushing you to do something that the Bible says not to do or it seems to clash with God's word, God's word always wins. And it Amen, should. Amen, dude. I love so, that. Hey, hope you guys, it inspires you to keep searching, keep seeking, keep pushing to be who God's called you to be because he's equipped you to do that. Mm. Um, it's all real, guys. That's what we say all the time. I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, the link is open all the time, <clears throat> so go ahead and throw your comments, thoughts, concerns. If you've asked a question, like the guys are ignoring our questions, we're not. We're going to answer them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to do it either uh, on our live episode this Thursday, yeah, um, or we'll do it. You know, next week we're just we're playing with these different formats. Also, we'd love to hear more topics. If you have, excuse me, if you're listening, you kind of this new format you're you're wanting to have a discussion on a certain topic. Shoot that into the database using www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. Maybe a real life situation that's coming up and you're like, I want to, you know, let's talk about this. What's going on? We sort of did that last week and, yeah. you know, we can do that now. Um, we're willing to do that. Um, anyway, love you guys. Hope you have a great day. And truly, oh, before I say that, help us out. Would you please like and share this video if it blessed you in any way or podcast or mm-hmm. whatever format, rumble, all the things. Um, we just want to reach people and get all the platforms. Get people to know that it's okay to have these kinds of discussions. Mm. Anyway, now I can say it. Hope you guys have a great day. We love you so much, and God bless you.